The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss why ABM is not just good B2B marketing. Joining us is Justin Gray, who is the Chief Commercial Officer at Shift Paradigm, which was built specifically to solve the invisible problems that hurt revenue performance and help organizations align from top to bottom around growth. Yesterday, Justin and I talked about why ABM is not just a marketing strategy, and today we're going to continue the conversation talking about the difference between ABX, account-based experience, and ABM. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Justin Gray, the Chief Commercial Officer at Shift Paradigm. Justin, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Absolutely. Looking forward to continuing the combo. Excited to have you back on the show. And yesterday we talked about if ABM is a marketing strategy, is it a technology stack? Or is it a mindset? And my answer is it's a little bit of all of the above, but mostly we're starting to just get to the mindset where sales and the revenue organization is trying to tell us who are our best customers and we're able to use account-based marketing platforms to reach to them to basically all be rowing in the same direction. We've seen the rise of the CRO and in some cases the departure of the CMO. And now we're starting to see this notion of ABM expanding. It's not just a marketing channel. It's not just ABM. It's ABX for everything. Talk to me a little bit about what account-based experiences are. Marketing is kind of always the first to the party. I think it's because they haven't quite found their way yet, certainly within a rapidly evolving technology ecosystem. So the notion of ABX for me simply forces visibility into what is the most important aspect of the customer lifecycle their experience as a customer. So certainly marketing and sales have to align in terms of inviting, again, the right folks to the party, ensuring that we're having relevant conversations, we're coordinating, we're threading, we're doing all those things that we should have to have a highly personalized conversation. But what happens when we win? What happens when we actually convert that prospect to a client? And now we have to fulfill on all those promises that we made during the marketing and sales lifecycle. And I would argue that's the most important aspect of any ABM, quote unquote, ABX journey is really understanding, are our KPIs aligned with that client's KPI? Is their North Star our North Star? You saw this a ton during COVID, right? When people started cutting, and even today, we're in kind of the second economic focused wave of a recession here. 
folks are cutting budget line items and they're not spending in areas that they don't view to be mission critical. And so if we've had a highly personalized, relevant relationship with a client, we should have uncovered by the time someone becomes our client, what they care about, why they're purchasing our product or service, and what's going to keep them as one of our best customers. That North Star extends super well into customer success, support, consulting, whatever the offering that you're providing is. And how our customers interact with us and what we fulfill for them as part of that customer lifecycle should be informing how we win new clients, how we market to them, how we talk to them. That lifecycle is cyclic. And that's for me is really what account-based experience focuses on is ensuring that the kind of three-legged stool is operating in perfect harmony. I understand the idea behind the account-based experience and moving from we're targeting a specific account with a specific marketing message, and we're also going to provide a customized experience for that customer. Sounds great. It also sounds like it's going to create a lot of organizational complexity. I'm not just running one marketing campaign. I've got a different marketing campaign for Nike and Apple and Reebok and everybody else that I want to sell to. And then they become my customers. And now all of a sudden I'm tailoring the product experience too. So how do you eliminate the complexity that comes with selling different products that are account-based once somebody becomes a customer, but also still providing that feeling of customization and alignment with the people that you've made promises to? It's a big case for not simply bolting, quote unquote, ABM onto a business, but really optimizing the entire business, the customer lifecycle with an ABM lens. And so when you think about, I'll give an example here. So let's take a typical software provider. We win a big account. We hand that account over to customer success. They're going to onboard them. They're going to serve them in an ongoing manner. And normally there's going to be some sort of a quarterly review process. At the worst case, an annual review process when that contract comes up for renewal. Those metrics that we're looking at during those reviews are normally really superficial. I'd call a lot of them vanity metrics. If you're a typical software provider, they might be users, they might be logins, they might be number of executions on the platform. Let's say we're an MA platform or an ESP. How many emails did you send out? How many campaigns did you build? Those are really poor proxies for performance. And so when you're retooling your business and your customer lifecycle and how you measure success within that lifecycle, it doesn't take a lot to identify, let's say, the three key metrics, the reason why that customer purchased our solution, and then to start measuring our success and in line with the client's success. Are they achieving that? Did they launch that new product? Did they achieve that market penetration? Whatever those particular KPIs are, we're simply replacing our artificial view of the market and customer performance with the customer's view of their own performance. And then we're measuring ourselves in relation to that North Star. That's the type of retooling that needs to happen within an organization so that ABM really takes root. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. 
Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. It sounds like what you're optimizing for, not necessarily usage and adoption of the platform, but really the at least perceived value, if not recognized value. Again, it gets back to the original question. All right, well, one customer might find value out of one type of campaign and not need to use my platform as much as someone else does. So how do you figure out what the value one of your customers is getting out of your products or services without looking at those just high-level vanity metrics? I think the most important item to focus on is I mean, the customer is already focused on what they care about. We can't change that. The customer cares about whatever that strategic initiative is or the fundamental direction of the organization for that quarter that year. We're just bringing our business in line with that same expectation. So we don't have this false sense of happy customers. So in terms of how do we ensure that that's scalable, you have to lead a client to water a bit in that process, but it's not as hard as most people would think. If we're not taking the time to customize the way that we serve our customers, the way that we align our perceptions with theirs, they're going to vote with their feet at the end of the day. And a ton of organizations saw that happen, again, via COVID, via kind of the current economic environment. And so we have to do that. And I think the nice thing about ABM is it reduces a lot of the noise that makes that untenable. We're not aiming at those 500 clients any longer. Each of our reps in the enterprise, and again, there are fits for ABM. I've seen ABM try to be applied down into an organization that sells at a $15,000 ticket. Maybe that's not the right solution there, at least not true like bread and butter ABM. So you have to align the right motion to your organization, what you sell and the value that you provide to the client. But at the end of the day, if we don't do it, the result is going to be detrimental to our organization. Two comments. One, I've never heard the term vote with their feet which I think is brilliant, the walkaway metaphor. And the second one, it sounds like the key here is organizational communication. It starts with marketing, delivering some sort of a value prop to your prospects. It goes into sales, who's understanding and selling what the company is going to deliver. But if that doesn't get communicated down into the onboarding and ongoing operation of your products and services, you're going to lose your customers. So how do you think about using not only account-based experiences, but also communicating what has been promised to the customers to make sure that you're living up to the value prop that's been stated. So I'm glad you asked this question. And we didn't rehearse this for those that are, are listening, but this is one of the most fundamental things that we recommend to our clients, like our own CR. And this kind of goes back to what I mentioned in terms of looking at your entire customer lifecycle through an ABM lens, not just bolting this on top. So even within our CRM, one of the first things that gets attached to our clients is what we call an outcome. It is the key initiative that they're trying to drive. What fundamental outcome are they trying to produce in that fiscal year? 
And of course, we can house as many of those as there are, but that outcome gets curated over time as we learn more about the business, as the client explains how that's going to be measured, we assign the necessary deliverables that are going to have to be produced to achieve that outcome. That lives the living and breathing life cycle of its own that we look at pre-sale, post-sale, And then, of course, we measure what did we actually produce at the end of the day? Was it a revenue lift? What was that dollar value that we can sign? Was it a product launch? Did we achieve that by X date? So a lot of the clients that we work with, we recommend these same types of small in the grand scheme of things, but they are fundamental shifts in terms of how we think about our buyer. Normally, we would have something like a lead source and insights into what they've done that make them interesting. This is really about what are we going to do that's going to make us interesting to that buyer? and making sure it's housed in systems that, again, are universal within the organization. Everyone's got access to them. And even if someone drops the ball on pushing a piece of paper or sending an email, it's right there front and center saying, this is what this client cares about. Here's how we're going to influence it. Tell us what we actually did at the end of the day. So it's those type of kind of integrated operational processes that really reinforce the large strategic vision that is account-based everything. At the end of the day, your ABM, your ABX efforts, they're only as good as your understanding of who the customer is and what their end objectives are going to be. So as you're moving beyond just thinking about your marketing on an account basis, you need to make sure that you're communicating from marketing to sales, to your customer experience team, to make sure that you're not just making promises and then hoping that they're accomplished, you're actually seeing them through all the way to the end. And that's what helps your customers from in Justin's word, stopping from voting with their feet. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Justin Gray, Chief Commercial Officer at Shift Paradigm. Join us again tomorrow when Justin and I wrap up our conversation talking about the importance of CDPs for ABM. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Justin, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is jgraymatter, that's J-G-R-A-Y-M-A-T-T-E-R, or you can visit his company's website, which is shiftparadigm.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.